Hey everybody, Skip here for a quiet podcast this morning. Uh, it is 5.45 on a Tuesday morning. Uh, the wind is blowing and my dog is on my lap. Uh, getting ready to go to work, get the boys up, etc, etc. Um, uh, my prior podcast to this one... I had mentioned, and I still believe it to be true, that you don't have to adhere or believe anything to know that God loves you. I, I believe that. I I believe one of the great mistakes uh, of humankind is to quantify God's love, quantify the grace of the universe that all things from every cell to every uh, supernova in outer space is loved, uh, cared for, and has ultimate purpose. And you don't need to be particularly religious to understand that. That's not a new concept. I, I think Jesus... Buddha, Muhammad, in, in their own ways, to whatever degree they chose or, or could, shared that same sort of view, I think. Um, that's where really where religion starts, is an understanding uh, of God's love. Our problem is this, that the minute we experience that love, we believe we have to organize it. We believe we have to uh, attach things to it. Um, one of the great ironies in my uh, religious life, in my training, in my reading of Christian scripture, and Christianity is really where I come from, is that over and over again Jesus will say, have to look within yourself, you have to uh, not look outside of yourself, that, that he uh, is conveying a, a, a more universal truth, a more universal understanding of love, and quite frankly, uh, I think that's why his life was ended so abruptly at, at around age 33, was that he was conveying a really universal sense of of love for all people that really bothered the religion of his day because it challenged the religion of his day. It challenged the idea that you had to do something or be something. Now, I want to look at this from the other angle, from the reverse position, because as human beings, we're going to believe things. You know, for me to say that that there's love for every supernova and every cell is a belief. It just is. We are trained to believe. And it is an important part of the formation of our soul. However, here's the question. Do your beliefs inform your religious life? 
or does your religious life inform your beliefs? Let me say that again a little louder. Uh, do your beliefs inform your religious life or does your religiosity, does your religion inform what you believe? And I want to spend a few minutes talking about each one of those things because I think this is a vital distinction, uh, especially if you're feeling challenged uh, about the idea of not believing something or not needing to believe something. So when our religiosity informs our beliefs, what we're really doing is we are framing what we believe around what other people, what the founders of religions, the founders of traditions are proposing. And I might add here, there's nothing in Christian scripture where Jesus necessarily says we need to have uh, the organization we have now as a church. As a matter of fact, the early church was a very open and inclusive thing uh, where women uh, were allowed to be uh, deacons and they fed the hungry and there was no real organization other than love and service. But to get back to my point, when our religious life informs what we believe, it's flawed because the human mind can't fully comprehend God. That's true individually or collectively. But what happens when we begin to organize around religion, when we begin to allow the precepts of a system, any religion, to tell us what to believe. There's a fundamental flaw in that. There's a fundamental flaw in that. Now, you will probably be questioning, you know, what about when Jesus says, you know, um, believe in me? Well, I, I think that's true. However, I think Jesus is talking as the universal Christ. Jesus is talking about love personified. I see no difference between love and who Jesus was as a person. And so when Jesus says, believe in me, and, and this is a personal belief that you can take if you like or, or reject. When Jesus says, believe in me, he is not saying, believe there was a person named Jesus. He's saying, believe in the love that forgives from that cross. Believe in the love that takes a Roman torture instrument, a cross, and makes it a universal symbol of love. Believe in that. And I do believe in that. Now, if your religion says... Uh, you need to believe in the person of Jesus and then exclude other people, then that's the fundamental flaw. That is organizing religion around what it means to be human rather than what it means to be the I am, um, the divine spark that we all are.
So the question is, does your religion inform what you believe, or do your beliefs inform your religion? So let's look at it from the other perspective. When you grow in a faith, you grow in that faith because of experience. Uh, and I can only speak from my experience that when I have experienced uh, forgiveness from other people or when I have forgiven other people, when I have experienced someone wanting to truly help me, uh, wanting to build my life up, when, when I experience true love for my family, uh, for my friends, uh, when I sense from a person that that they're, they don't have a, an agenda other than just to be in a relationship with me. Uh, that informs, that forms, informs and forms uh, how I see the world. And when I begin to build my belief system on those experiences, the experience of grace, the experience of God's uh, unconditional love, the experience of the universe having a synchronicity and my well-being in, in its heart. When I experience that, it forms in me something that knows a little bit more about God. And so that belief of unconditional love, that experience of, of unconditional grace can lead me to a, a community that believes that. And I think that's fine too. Uh, the question is, does the community believe that? You know, and that's really up to you to, to decide. I mean, as I have said, you know, if your religion teaches you to be more inclusive and more loving, it's a good religion. Uh, if it teaches you to be exclusive and judgmental, if it teaches you that it is the mediator of God's grace, then, then it's not. And so the question remains for you to answer, not for me. Um, does the religion you've been practicing tell you what to believe? Or do, do the beliefs of, of your experience of a God of unconditional love uh, inform what you believe? For me, anyway, I hope it's the latter. Um, I, I have no religious affiliation anymore, and I've never felt better in my life about my faith. I've never felt stronger about my faith. And that's just me, and that's okay. If you feel the same way being involved in, in a church or a synagogue or a temple, then I am for you. I will say this, though, and I will always stick to this. And I'm convinced whether you are Muslim, Buddhist, an atheist, whether you are Christian, whether you are a Hindu or a Taoist or whatever it is you may be, you may choose to be, uh, you are loved. You are loved unconditionally. And the life of these great wisdom people for the most part, have been given to us to teach us that. 
Now, their teachings have been taken, manipulated, interpreted to fit the bias of systems. But we still have the ability to have that direct experience. So here's my hope for you. That you have in some way, or you will today, or you will in the future, experience grace. Look at your family with loving eyes. See the kindness of a stranger. See people carrying people through grief and trauma. See real forgiveness and redemption at work. Because that's going to inform you. It's going to form your belief system. A belief system that will lead, ultimately, I think, to an understanding of yourself to finding meaning in your life. Uh, anyway, I hope this was helpful. I hope you could hear me. I didn't want to wake anybody up too early, uh, but the Holy Spirit woke me up about 4 o'clock and would leave me alone. So I figured I'd better get this out. Uh, take care, my friends, and know that uh, whether I know you or not, whether I met you or not, uh, you are loved and cared for uh, by the universe by who God really is, by the spirit of that truth and love, and by me. And I'll talk to you later, guys. Bye-bye.